This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome back to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. I'm Ed Hawkins, Pro Picker. Trying to find the best angles and picks for you. As ever, joined by John Wright, former odds man. Now on the other side of the fence, trying to find some winners. How are you doing, John? Yeah, not too bad, Ed. Thank you. Hope you're well. Yeah, I'm good. I'm excited about three games we've got to get through. It's wonderful Wednesday, John. We've got West Indies versus India in another 50-over match. And then we're switching to the T20 format with England versus South Africa. They begin their T20 series after their 50-over series ended a 1-1 draw because of rain. Uh, we've got another T20 for you also on Wednesday. We're staying on the British Isles. We've got Scotland hosting New Zealand in a T20 match from Edinburgh. So a real spectrum of matches to get through. Let's kick off with, with West Indies versus India, though, on that Wednesday in the 50-over game, John. It's going on as we speak, that second ODI. West Indies have put up a much better fight with the bat. Uh, we're not going to try and second-guess the result from this point. That would be uh, pointless. But uh, are you encouraged by that West Indies batting display? They've got 311. They batted the full, full 50 overs. This is rare, rare brilliance from West Indies. What do we make of it in terms of how we go ahead with our bets? Well, I think the key to it, Ed, I think we've mentioned on previous show was is is the pitches. I mean, West Indies form up to this series have been terrible. When they they got beat three 0 by Bangladesh on pitches where they were like slow time. I mean, Guyana was a terrible pitch. I mean, I think Nicholas Peran and the coach said after what a terrible pitch it was, and even even the winning captain, Bangladesh captain, said it was a poor pitch. They got beat three three um, zero there. Never scored any runs. I don't think they, they. I think they got two hundred once, but they were bowled out for one hundred and eight, and I think one hundred and forty. Um, what's been what's been a totally turnaround here? We're playing. We're playing this venue is obviously Port of Spain. Second, second um, games at Port of Spain in progress at the moment, and West Indies batting has been brilliant. I mean, they got they got beat by three. They got three hundred in the first game and got beat, uh, but still performed very well, and they've scored over three hundred today. I mean, your man, Shy Hope. Got another 100 today. I think that's his 13th or, sorry, his 12th ODI 100. Uh, and he was ably supported by Carl Mears, got runs. Nicholas Puran got runs. They, they all got runs. So, I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a leveller. And I think, as we stated before, the Indian top side is, 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 is resting a few players, the likes of Rohit, um, KRL's coming back from injury, uh, Pants, Boomra, you know, it's arguably a, an Indian second string side. Well, that's probably a bit harsh, but it's probably in between a second string side and, and a first team side. So 
That is a bit of a leveler. So looking at the odds now for the, for the third one, as we as we the third one we played on on Wednesday, I suppose the betting will be, will reflect that, and it'll be a lot closer together. And you would think that West Indies could possibly make a better fist of it. I think you're right, but I also say if you're going to be betting on this game, you want to be betting on West Indies at probably about plus two fifty on the Bet Rivers money line. Wait until that toss because if India bat first, and it's such a flat wicket, John, they're going to get 300, possibly more than that, and you're going to feel like a mug having backed uh, West Indies. But if West Indies do bat first, we expect their odds to contract sharply. Uh, And it could be a case that you'll be able to get uh, with both teams uh, on a plus on this one because of that pitch. Whoever is batting first will be much, much shorter at the halftime break, so to speak. Does, does that sound like a decent strategy, John? Oh, I, I, I totally agree. Uh, I think possibly in this second game, um, Shikha Darwin, the captain, um, was very sort of um, slow to realise it was pace off wicket, really. So he started off with the seamers that seemed to go around the park and, and West Indies, the openers, uh, Carl Mears and... Um, and Chai Hope got off to a flyer, which obviously they, they built on that. And I think I think India missed a trick there. They were very, very slow to bring the spinners into the, the attack. I think they even went with um Shadow Takur before they before they brought um um Yuzi Jahal and Aksa Patel. They come late into the attack. So I actually think that India missed a trick here. So Probably West, everything's gone in West Indies' favour in this second game. As you say, it's in play at the moment. But I think you're right. You've probably got to temper the value that if, if India do win the toss on a road pitch, it's going to be the same venue, you could possibly see them get 340, I would have thought. Ed, wouldn't you? 340, maybe? Yeah, that could well be on the cards. Also, with this pitch, what we have noticed, uh, haven't we, John, is that um, run scoring uh, in the early stages of the innings, 25 up to the 25 overs, 30 overs, 35 overs has been easy. Uh, but as captains have worked out that it's a slow pitch and they should take pace off the ball, then the run rate has dropped actually quite dramatically. Yeah. Uh, so just be careful by looking at the lineups pre-toss for this one. India could bowl 40 overs of pace off if they wanted to by playing Axel Patel, Ravi Jadeja, Yus Jahal, Deepak Huda, they could use all those bowlers. When we're talking about pace off, we're just talking about bowlers who are going to be bowling spin or cross seam. So they're going to be putting no pace on the ball whatsoever. So it comes through nicely for the batsmen to really strike through the ball. West Indies could play Kimo Paul as well. So they could do something similar. So just keep an eye on your lineups. What about players to perform well? Should we factor that into our top run scorer? bets because it's easier to bat straight up and look at opening batsmen because it's easier, John? I think so, yeah. I think with the West Indies, you've got to look at the top of the order. I mean, Shai Hope's obviously back to form now, isn't he? Uh, Mears, King, uh, Shamar Brooks, I mean, you know, and, and Puran. You'd have to look at one of those four, really, if you're looking at your top bats. And the same with the same with India, really. I mean, um, Shubman Gill's got off to a flyer today and he was probably unlucky to get out. So someone probably at the top of the order for India. But India do back deep. You know, I think you said like who, um, Deepak Huda's going to be coming in, what, six or seven? And they do yeah. bat a long way down. Axel Patel is no mug with the bat, is he, is he Ed? So, I mean, 
they, they do bat deep. So if I was probably going to have a, a more of a speculative bet with, with the Indians, it would probably be maybe someone further down the order. Okay. Um, but but with, 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 with the West Indies, I think if West Indies are going to be competitive in this last one, you're going to look for someone like a shy hope to get a hundred or, 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 or maybe a, a, um, a, a Mayers, Mayers or Shamel Brook or Mikas mm. Puran. One of them's got to get get 80 to 100, really, I would have thought it. Okay, good stuff. Uh, I'm quite keen on Shikha Dewan for top India bat here. Has uh, shown good form. His form is uh, generally holds up over a short series like this. He's capable of putting back-to-back scores together. Look for him around about plus 275 with Bet Rivers on the top India run scorer line. Uh, there we go. Let's give a big tick for West Indies versus India from Port of Spain on Wednesday. Uh, just time to say, give John a follow on Twitter at JohnWright15. Give me a follow on Twitter at Cricket Betting. Always want to hear from you. Let's hear about your picks. Let's hear about your bets, maybe your bad beats, anything. Uh, any questions as well uh, that we can field for you on the Bet Rivers cricket show England versus South Africa now Western uh, it's, a, it's a, on a Wednesday um, got West Indies on the brain it's a T20 match it's coming from Bristol which is a venue which isn't often used in international uh, matches John uh, so how do we find out about it well we go and look at the domestic records in T20 in the last eight uh, we've got four first innings score over plus 170 so that suggests it's a good contest between bat and ball. Uh, and this could be a very good contest between, between two evenly matched teams if the ODI series is anything to go by, expecting England to be about minus 163 on the Bet Rivers money line. John, what's your take on the game and the pitch and any other factors? Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think the pitch you could look at it two ways. I don't I don't think it's going to favour or, or battle ball. I don't I don't I don't think there's it, it's going to be specifically a low scoring game or a high scoring game. Um, looking at looking at the ODIs, why the ODI series has gone. Obviously, the last game was rained off, but I mean South Africa got off to a flyer there, didn't they? They're one five nine for one five nine for two after twenty seven overs. I mean, I think what's been the surprise. Of the, of the ODI series has been has been South Africa's batting. I mean, they've, they've, you know, I mean, Quinton's got runs today, and Milan's got runs. Rusty Bandadus has got runs. Um, Aidan Markham's got runs. So they're, they're all they're all in form, and 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 you'd expect that to sort of like go into the T Twenty really because their, their side doesn't really change that much. South Africa they've got a, got a new captain. Obviously, Maharaja is not captain, so. Um, uh, the 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 um, what's his name? The uh, David Miller. David, David Miller. Miller. Yeah, Killer Miller. The um, Rajasthan Royals. Uh, sorry, the Gujarat Titans star of the, the IPL. He takes over. He's he's a brilliant T Twenty player. Brilliant finisher. Uh, I've done what his captaincy's like, but I mean, I would have thought that this is probably could could be a bit level. I think Kisa Rabada coming back for um, South Africa. He was rested for the ODI series. He'll be brilliant for for South Africa. You know, a, a, always such a strong performer in the IPL. Um, and I, I would have thought that it could be a bit of a leveller. And if you look at the England side at the moment, you know, they, they, they've been struggled. They've bowled out, you know, haven't batted out the 50 overs. OK, this is 20 overs. You think it might suit them a little bit better. 
But there's no one really in white ball form, Ed, is there, with the bat, really? I mean, England haven't really scored runs. So, um, yeah, I, I actually think that England will go off favourites, rightly so, being at home. But I would probably have a cheeky bet on, on, on South Africa. It wouldn't surprise me if South Africa took, took the white ball for, form from the ODI series into the T20 series. Tend to agree with you. South Africa, a really fascinating side for pickers and always have been. Because individually, man for man, there are no teams in the world which uh, are more in, ha, has more individual talent. They're absolutely fine when it comes on those metrics. The difference that South Africa have found is when it comes to the big games uh, is a mindset. Uh, they can be very, very cautious, safety-first approach. Essentially, they're scared of losing and always have been, really. Now, can they change that? Can they be really, really attacking with the bat? They've got the players to do it. Uh, and if they throw caution to the wind, they can be one of the best sides in the world. So it's going to be really interesting to see whether South Africa finally let the hand break off, so to speak, with their batters. They have strengthened their batting. They've brought Riley Rousseau back in, who is a name well known to those who follow the franchise leagues. They're getting some players back. Uh, after losing them for a few years to franchise leagues. And that's really, really good to see because it strengthens them. Um, so they could go well with the bat and agree with you, John, that they might be a bit of value here. Uh, anybody standing out for you for top performers with bat or ball uh, across either side? Well, you, you mentioned Riley Rousseau there. I mean, Riley Rousseau, we had the domestic uh, tournament in the UK just finished. He was the top run scorer, wasn't he, Ed, in the... Uh in the Vitality Blast. I think he got over 460 runs in, in, in the competition. He is a very, very explosive player playing for Somerset. Now, whether he walks into this South African side, I'm not too sure because, as I say, a lot of the, lot of the batters are in form. Um, yeah, I mean, the way, the way, um, the way uh, Quinton de Kopp played today, he, he'd have to be fancy to be top bat, one of the bat. Uh, Van der Dussen, I mean, literally, I mean, he must be seeing it so big at the moment. I mean, he's, he's, he's averaging... In ODI cricket, he's seventy. I mean, he only got you know he only got twenty odd today, but he just looks in unbelievable form. Um, so yeah, I'd probably be looking for, for one of them. Um, but as I say, I think I think South Africa, looking at their batting, I, I do think that they, they, it's a little bit of a letdown. I think Akisa Rabada coming back for them is, is, is a you know is, is a big plus. So um, I, if I was having a bet, maybe Riley Rousseau because of the, he's got runs in England recently. He could be a bit of value for the top bat. I mean, I imagine he would be around plus 450, 500, Ed, round about that. I mean, that might be that might be a bit of value. And, um, yeah, I mean, on the, that's still on the South African side. England, yeah, I mean, as I say, it's a difficult one, isn't it? So much, so much potential, well, not potential, so many great players, but no one's in really in form after the, um, well, definitely after the India series and, 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 and the first leg of the... Um, for the 50-over series with South Africa. Yeah, I have a tendency to go back to tried and trusted folks uh, on the top run scorer markets for this one. David Milan for England, so, so reliable. One of the best records in the world in terms of winning this market. You might get plus 450, plus 500. He wins uh, as if he was plus 275, uh, which, by the way, is the sort of price Quinton de Kock will probably be for top South Africa. But that's fine. Absolutely fine on win rates. So... Uh, you can go with him. South Africa, a very interesting side because we're not quite sure how they're going to line up with that batting order. They could uh, throw a wild card in there into the top 
three because Dwayne Pretorius, who is not in this squad, has batted at number three. So just keep an eye on people like Wayne Parnell, who's going to be in the, well, plus thousands, I'd have thought, could well be promoted up the order. Likewise, Tristan Stubbs, the uh, batsman wicketkeeper, he could get a shunt up the order to number three as South Africa try and show some, well, better attacking mentality, as we discussed earlier. Uh, I think that's also a tick for England versus South Africa in the T20 from Wednesday. Now let's move on to our third and final game. We'll also say give us a follow or subscribe on our YouTube channel. Do the same on the podcast provider of your choice, please. Thank you very much. Scotland versus New Zealand is also on Wednesday. It's from The Grange in Edinburgh. It is a mismatch. We're expecting plus 550 on the Scots. Uh, I'm going to get John's view on whether we should be expecting more than that. Uh, because it is a mismatch. As I said, New Zealand, one of the most reliable teams in the world. And, well, they've warmed up for this with um, matches against Ireland and they had a few wobbles, but they weren't uh, done over by the Irish and we'd have kind of been hoping there'd have been a pitch there which would have made it a leveller. We don't expect that at the Grange. Our statistics will tell us that we're expecting about a score of 162 for the team batting first. That's on average run rates down the year down the years, but New Zealand really will be aiming for more than 200. John, mismatch for you, or do you fancy getting with the Scots at those prices? No, total mismatch. Um, and the fact that, you know, uh, New Zealand will be building up to the World Cup, like most teams in, in Australia in, in October, so I don't think they'll be taking the game politely. There's a lot of players that play for places. Um, New Zealand were absolutely ruthless against Ireland, uh, and, and Scotland are a far inferior side to Ireland. Uh, New Zealand won that game, won that series 3-0 in Belfast and were very, very convincing winners, unlike the the ODIs where Ireland, you could say, were very unlucky not to win that, even though they lost that 3-0. Um, yeah, I, I, look at, I look at the New Zealand side, it, it looks just far too strong. And also, Scotland don't play enough T20 cricket. They play a lot of ODI cricket, cricket because... Um, they play in this the 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 ICC League Two where they play you know ID, um, ODI cricket to qualify for for uh, um, future World Cups, and even in that league, if you actually look at it, they um, you know I think they've played about 20, 20 odd games and they've won about sixty percent of them, and that's against sides like the USA, Nepal, Namibia. So I would expect um, I would expect New Zealand to win this quite comfortably, and I struggle to see what a bet would be in the game. I suppose you'd have to look at New Zealand bat. Looking at the Scottish side, most of those players will, wouldn't even get into county sides. I think there's only a couple where, didn't they, that actually play regularly in the county circuit. Yeah. Someone, like, someone like Munsey, I imagine he'll be favourite for top batsman. Yeah. I mean, he, play, he plays for North Hans. I mean, maybe he might be a bit of value at probably plus 450 for top Scottish bat. But they're missing uh, Kurtzer. I mean, Kurtzer was their star, wasn't he? He's, he's not in the side anymore. He's a big loss. And I think that, yeah, I do actually think it's, it's a bit of a mismatch. It, the only thing that will beat New Zealand here is probably complacency because they've played a lot of cricket in a short space of time. But, you know, they're, they're, they're getting ready for a tour of the West Indies, I believe, and then, uh, and then getting ready for that World Cup in Australia. So I would imagine there's a lot of players there that are playing for places, fringe players, so I, I don't see I don't see New Zealand letting up, and I, I would imagine them to win quite convincingly. Ed. 
Yeah, you mentioned George Munsey there. He should open the batting for Scotland. So that could well be a spot of value. I have seen plus 450 round and about, so we could be getting a price there. Also look out for Michael Leask, who could bat at number six. Had a very decent ICC World T20. Um, we're hoping for about plus 900 on him. He doesn't need to score many to win this market. 30 could win it, maybe 25. That's all we're looking at, really, for top Scotland run scorers. So you could get some terrific value there. Maybe the top order could be blown away by the New Zealand pace attack. It's going to be very, very tricky for these Scotch batters to make the step up. And as John said, they are without Kyle Kutzer, who has uh, retired, packed it in. Richie Berrington is the new captain, uh, and he's been a mainstay at the side now for some time. But I've done a stats work on this one, John, just to try and find some value on that top Scotland run scorer and top Scotland wicket taker by yep. filtering performances against these top sides. So getting rid of your Namibias, your Netherlands, um, and so forth. And how do these players perform against the top-notch quality teams? And, well, Munsey and Leask are way, 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 way ahead of their rivals with the bat. So don't look anywhere else apart from those two. With the ball, they're also without Brad Wheel, which is a real shame because he's a decent player. You'll probably remember him if you've been following the 100, the domestic, uh, it's not a T20 tournament, I suppose you could get away with calling it that. He's a real decent pace bowler. So that really leaves Safian Sharif with very, very little to beat the top Scotland wicket taker. And I've seen plus 400 for him, so he could well be a bet. What about the Kiwis? Finn Allen could open the batting here. Well, he should open the batting, shouldn't he, John? Such a destructive batter. May only have to bat for seven or eight overs to win this. Plus 275, are you going to go with Finn Allen to make the, the uh, yeah. gap in calibre payoff? Yeah, possibly Finn Allen. I, mean, I, I do like Glenn Phillips. I think Glenn Phillips is a quality batsman. But as you say, if, if Scotland gets skittled out and, and, um, and uh, New Zealand are only chasing a a low score, then he might not bat. So that'd probably be a risk there. I mean, probably looking about Phillips, someone like Phillips. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I say, it could, it could, it could be anyone. I think, I think if you're, you, you probably want, you probably want New Zealand to bat first, really, just to, if you're backing Phillips. But you're right. I mean, I, I would be definitely looking for one of the openers if I was having a bet, purely because if Scotland get bowled out for 80 or, or get a very inferior score, then you definitely want to be with the opens and openers. And as I say, Finn Allen is one of those, obviously. Okay, it's another tick for Scotland versus New Zealand. Stick around, though, because we've got our best picks for the three games coming up and going straight back to John Wright. What are your top two picks across the matches we've covered? Well, well, I think... I think... I think England will will go off favourites, won't they? Yeah, they definitely quite, will. Quite, quite, quite strong favourites in Bristol, and I, I, I'm not too sure whether they should be favourites, really, Ed. I mean, as I say, the way the way South Africa have batted in these ODI games, I would suggest with Kisa Rabada coming back to boost the bowling, I, I, I would be I would, any plus plus South Africa, any plus South Africa. So you know, I'll be looking to back South Africa. So I'm definitely going to back South Africa for this first one in Bristol, as you so as we all. Also say a lot of the time, Ed, the better sides sometimes take a bit of time to get going. When I saw an interview with Johnny Bairstow today, and Johnny was saying that although the test side has reset under under Baz McCullum, 
the, 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 the white ball set up, there's been a couple of players retired, haven't really played a lot of white ball cricket. And sometimes it gets a little bit of time to get that continuity going. So that's why I would avoid England. I think South Africa at the moment look more of a set side. And um, looking at the T20 side, you know, OK, Hendricks comes in, Rising Rousseau comes in, Kisa Rabada comes in. But I don't see any I don't see any negatives. I think they're all positive. So I would be decking. So that's my main bet. My main bet would be plus, what would we be, Ed? Plus two? What are we looking at? Plus, plus one eighty. Uh, yeah, I think I think that round about that map now. I've got written down sort of maybe about plus one forty South Africa possibly. Yeah, yeah. okay. But, but well, I, I'd, I'd look to back South Africa yeah. plus one forty then because I, yeah. I think England are false favourites. Uh, and my other bet would be um, in the uh, New Zealand, sorry, in the West Indies versus uh, India game, which uh, the third game, um, which hopefully will be level going into going into the last one. I would I would back I would back West Indies because I just think with India at the moment there's too many there's too many key players out of that white ball setup. I think they miss Pants, they definitely miss miss, miss Hardik, uh, Rohit Sharma, um, Kalrail, and the bowling as well. You know, Bumrah and Shami are two key bowlers in, in white ball cricket, and to miss them too. So I, I think that West Indies are a side that. When they when they start to click and that their their key batsmen start to get runs, you probably want to be with them. So, again, governing by what price India have gone off for the first two matches, um, you know, minus was it two fifty minus? I yep. would I would be looking to back West Indies with a plus. So any any West Indies plus two hundred two 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 twenty two something like that, yep. I'd back West Indies for that. So they'd be my main two bets there. Okay, I'm going to stick with top run scorer picks for my best two picks for this week's show from the Bet Rivers Cricket HQ. I'm going to go with Finn Allen, top New Zealand run scorer against Scotland from plus 275. And I'm also going to go with Michael Leask, top Scotland run scorer, plus 900. That's it for the Bet Rivers Cricket Show this time. Join us again for more great picks analysis and wisdom from John Wright. See you then. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the Bet Rivers Network.